Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm groovy. Can you believe that the days are getting longer and longer and longer and before long, it won't be dark when we, when we get home from work? I know, right? Yeah. Can you believe that this recording is actually going to air, I think, the first week of April already? Wow. So it will be sunsetting after seven by then, probably. Yeah, like... Yeah, like if it's it's if it's not, it's like literally the last week of March. So we're mm-hmm. like forging ahead, baby. It's crazy. that is awesome. I I did want to tell our listeners something. Tanya and I do have so much fun doing this podcast, but we do put a whole lot of work into it behind the scenes on the research. And Tanya puts even more work into it because she spends hours editing each one of these episodes and she does such an incredible job. So wherever you are, send her a high five because she does such a great job and it's in, she's incredible. And anybody that wants to volunteer to be our editor, <laughs> we're taking volunteers. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we, we do spend time, like it's a no joke operation. Like I think when you and I thought we were going to start to do this, we thought it was just going to be all peaches and cream. And then we got Mm -hmm. there and we're like, oh, some days peaches, some days cream. (laughs) 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 Yep. Most of the time it's peaches because I have to say, I learned so much just, I mean, you know, some of the things we talk about, we both just know because we've known it for so long. But like today we're talking about astrology and I love astrology. You love astrology. I know so little about it. So I learned a lot just doing the research on it. And I know you have studied astrology for years. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like even just the love that I've had for it and the things that I've learned, like there's, it's it's like yoga. It's like a never ending learning process. Yeah. Like I still feel like every time I open something, I'm like, I didn't know that. Like all this time, (laughs) I didn't know that. Like, why didn't somebody tell me that? But I mean, I'm sure that, you know, that's with all, you know, good natural sciences. And I was thinking as I was driving home today about, you know, being excited about doing this podcast, but at the same time, I was like, I wonder how many of our listeners are going to think this is just more hocus pocus. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I don't even care. (laughs) I love our hocus pocus. But you know, one thing I was telling you, I've read a lot of stuff from what's the guy's name, Mark Flather, Flaverly, Flaherty or whatever. Flaherty. But one thing that he's, he mentioned in the article I've read by him, and he must be English or Australian because instead of a Z, he puts an S on a lot of words. But he said that one of the common misconceptions about astrology is that it says that there are planets out there that are influences are influencing our lives and doing something to us here on earth. And that's not true. It's really the relationship between the planets and our lives is a symbolic one, not a direct causal one. Uh, Astrology is a symbolic language and the different planet signs, houses symbolize aspects of our personalities and our life and events in it, but they don't cause it. Yeah. And so I think that's something when we talk hocus pocus and magic and stuff, people, you know, believe, oh my gosh, you know, 
your astrology, you know, for today, you know, your, um, you know, mean doesn't mean fortune anything. telling your yes, fortune telling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, there's a lot of things that have an influence on our personalities and how we are. And well, you mm-hmm. just, you I was driving home and I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, well, you have people say, well, your blood type is, you know, part of your personality or the birth order in which you were born in causes your personality or the name that you were given causes part of your personality. And so, I mean, all of these things, like, sure, they're all pieces and components of us. And to me, like, does it mean I'm going to alter or change my life? No. Do I find it interesting when there are just so many things that Mm -hmm. line up? And when somebody says, well, that's like, sounds just like your sign. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, it's a perfect trait for Aries to be hard-headed like that and I'm like oh no shit like right like (laughs) I'm like every time I turn around like it just like lines up and I'm like oh that makes complete sense right yeah so I mean if people buy off on Myers-Briggs then why can't they buy off on astrological personalities exactly exactly but you know what when I because I'm a Capricorn and when I read someone another signs uh traits I don't see myself in those at all. Isn't it funny? Yeah. So we're going to go through those somewhere during this podcast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on how much time we jabber, it might be today's podcast or next week's podcast. But I have like a little bit of a snippet for every one of them. And we'll go Mm -hmm. through them and talk about them because I think there's just so much there. Because you're going to go, oh, my gosh, that's my daughter completely (laughs) just based on their birthdays or, oh, my gosh, you know, like, yeah. So it's kind of fun just to start to see those similarities. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no different than when we talk about the doshas we line right up for the doshas and right it's like it fits perfectly so i'm i'm up for here and more mm-hmm. yeah yeah so ultimately when it comes to astrology like really it's the study like you said of the movement and the relative positions of the celestial bodies aka mm-hmm. planets moons stars and it's interpreted as having influence on our human affairs although not cause and effect like it, you can't directly say well it's because it was a full moon i went yeah. out and, you know <laughs> murdered 18 people like that's not right the case. yeah so but you can definitely say gosh i feel like i am definitely off my biorhythms and i noticed mm-hmm. that at the same time the moon was full sure we can yeah. make some assumptions that there is some definite effect mm-hmm. right it is fascinating though it does have a method of predicting like mundane events based on the assumption of how the planets are aligned and you and I would be like well what difference does it make where you know Jupiter is in the galaxy right now and it does make a difference because when you think about the energy that we so often love to talk about and you think about the fact that we know that all of us vibrate and Mm -hmm. if we're vibrating but we're not vibrating near the thing like you think about like two people who really really love each other and they're really close their vibrations are really high because they're bouncing right off of each other right but then when one of those people goes away and they're like oh i miss you like right because (laughs) their vibrations don't get to bounce off of each other as well the same holds true when the planets move around Mm -hmm. especially when they're based on the planets that are part of your 
birth chart, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll come to charts later. But when you don't have that same bounce back, and the reason I say that is you think about when it's a full moon, it's full because the sun at its you know, angle is able to shine directly on the whole of the moon, which then shines directly on us. Mm -hmm. So you think about our vibration, it's got a complete bounce back, right? And so yeah, that vibrational effect definitely mm -hmm. changes us. Mm -hmm. yep. Right? yep, very cool. But you know, you were talking about position of the planets, and the position of the planets describe what's happening in our life is much the same way the hands on a clock tell the time. So it's, it's just, you know, not the cause of the time. It's just it tells what's happening in our lives. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's not arbitrary combinations either. Mm -hmm. Like it is definitely has impact on each of us and differently, like where the planets are aligned today may have a different impact on me than it has on you because mm -hmm. of where your birth chart was or where my birth chart was. And so it does matter age, date, and mm -hmm. location of your birth. I want a birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people who can hook you up. I know okay. some people who do it for fairly reasonable. I know some people who charge, you know, quite a bit of money, like you would go and have a massage, you can have your birth chart done, but then they'll also probably spend a lot of time explaining what each of those, um, we'll say houses are that you were talking mm -hmm. about. And we'll come to that too. So there are 12 astrological signs and it's not quite aligned with the calendar year because it is aligned with moon cycles will say. And so those 12 astrological signs are not January 1 to January 31st. They're generally cusps on like the 20th, 21st to the next 20th, 21st to the next 2021st. And we'll go through that when we talk about it. And it is associated with general personality traits, with general mood and with compatibility to other signs. Mm -hmm. There are just like when you think about like the Chinese chart based on the years you were born, there is definitely going to be association where there are going to be personalities where if you could go through and be like, just check back on the last five people you ran into that rubbed you the wrong way. <laughs> there, if there was a way for you to do this, I get that you can't stop their lives and find out when their birthdays were, but you'd be surprised at how it is like, oh, that is definitely not a sign I'm compatible with, right? Yes, exactly. So it is and, kind of fun in that way because uh -huh. you'd be like, oh, I like you and I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> So here's how fascinating because the science has gotten like so concise now, like you think mm -hmm. about back in the 70s. And yes, I just said the 70s. <laughs> back in the 70s, when people would talk about astrology, everybody was like, yeah, that's totally frou-frou. But now that we have like amazing like telescopes and satellites and, you know, laser technology, like we can see the planets well mm -hmm. we can see how they're turning we can see their true alignment like this isn't this is what science actual real western science is now sort of aligning with and it's stuff that was being told to us before but we didn't believe it until microscopes and telescopes could actually prove it prove to it. us because yeah, we're, we're so lame Thomas's. yeah yeah <laughs> we're so yeah. lame <laughs> 
But I do think it's fascinating. So if you're curious about doing a chart, there's some things you need to know. You, besides your birthday, you need to know the exact time of your birth. So that means you're gonna have to pull out your you know, birth certificate if you don't already know it. You need to know it to the minute, a.m., p.m. So like for me, it was 8.38 p.m. was the time of my birth. You also need the city and state or location in the on the planet where you were born mm-hmm. because that also makes slight differences with the sun and the moon based on axis, right? Mm-hmm. Axes, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those three things, birth date, time of birth, and location of birth are critical for a star chart. Well, now, like for me, my birth date, the time of my birth is not on my birth certificate. What? I know. Of course, Why I was not? My, I don't know. Well, I was born, born in Alabama because my dad was in flight school with the Army. And so it might be an Alabama thing, but there's no time of birth. That's crazy. Yeah. So I've, I found something in my in the newspaper. And that's when, when I did the CoStar app, I had to put the time in. So I used that, but I don't have anything that's exact. That's crazy. I know. So what do people do if they don't know? I don't know. Ask their mom if they remember distinctly what time they were born. Yeah, because mine just said 8.15 p.m. And for all I know, it was 8 a.m. Who knows? Wow, that's curious. I know. I don't know how to answer that question. I know. I think maybe just make the best guess you got. I guess, you know, I I guess I would say just see if you can't figure out if, you know, you can ask enough questions that they remember about what time. Oh, yeah. I asked my mom and she said it was like five in the morning. My dad said, no, it was like eight at night. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's a big span there, people. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, so (laughs) complete opposites. Like, had you just gotten to the hospital the night before? (laughs) Had you gotten to the hospital? Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so pretty Uh, funny. Yeah. But so with that specific information, it can tell a person what their ruling planet is, what the rising sun is, and what the moon phase is associated with their birth. And this information can help predict sort of the trajectory of your life, your relationships, your career, your personality. It's kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, we need to get you a star chart. Okay, so astrology holds the sun, the moon, and the planets represent different facets of who we are, and they express their energies through the signs that they occupy in our birth chart. And here are what some of these symbols mean. So a lot of times you'll say, my sun is in Capricorn, because I'm Capricorn. So the sun is myself. The main concerns, my vitality. That's the area of influence the sun has. Now, when you talk about the the moon, that's your emotions, your instincts, and your habits. Mercury is the communication, the intellect, and reason. Venus is love, obviously. Love, beauty, and art. Mars, and you'll see all of these when you're getting into astrology more, but uh, Mars is action, desire, and aggression. And if you know much about the Greek gods, so much of this goes right along with the Greek gods, by the way. Jupiter, expansion, optimism, and abundance. Saturn is restriction, pessimism, and structure. Uranus Venus is rebellion, eccentricity, and upheaval. Neptune, imagination, dreams, and delusions. Pluto, transformation, obsession, and power. The North Node 
is your potential. The south node is your karmic past. And the Chiron is the point of healing. Wow. My Chiron or Chiron Mm -hmm. or whatever you just said actually resides in my Aries, which is interesting. My healing is actually in my my own sun sign. So I'm not quite sure what that means for me. Those are the things that I wish I could learn. But that makes sense to me because you're a healer and, you know, your healing is within you. So it's funny that you say that because right next to it, I had written some notes that say that. I have fire, drive, passion, and commitment, but that I am intuitive, a deep thinker, and people generally wish to listen to what I have to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, you do. So, hey, let's do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could just keep eating this stuff up. Mm -hmm. Well, and one thing about the symbols, the planets, the areas of influence, Influence. Everyone has a symbol that goes with it, and those correspond to your chart. And I don't have a chart, so I'm just kind of going by pictures I've seen of charts. But so once you have that list with you, then you can easily uh, or more easily read your chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that our readers or listeners can't see this, but in my chart, you can see where those symbols that you just read off Mm -hmm. are here. And those symbols all reside in the inner circle. Mm -hmm. And as you look at them, then you can see the sign to which they align with out here. So it's kind of cool. Like I just, I think it's fascinating. Well, you know what? Maybe you need to take a picture of you with your chart And send it to me right before this episode airs. And I'll put it on Instagram. For sure. But let's get you a chart too. Yeah, I want a chart. I want a chart chart. bad. (laughs) I want a chart bad. (laughs) That's that's super cute. Let's jump over then to the 12 signs. Mm -hmm. And let's just play around for a minute with the signs. So just a basic once over, I'm going to start in January, since that seems timely, we're in January. So from January 21st through February 19th is Aquarius. And most people born within this time are friendly, humanitarian, honest, loyal, original, inventive, independent, and intellectual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we move then into Pisces. Pisces are born February 20th. To March 20. And Pisces are imaginative, sensitive, compassionate, kind, selfless, unworldly, intuitive, and sympathetic. And I do believe this about the Pisces that I have known. Mm-hmm. Pretty special people. Then we move into my world, which is Aries, March 21st to April 20th. And we tend towards adventure, energetic, pioneering, courageous, enthusiastic, confident, dynamic, and quick-witted. Mm-hmm. We move then into Taurus which is April 21st to May 21st. This is patient, reliable, warm-hearted, loving, persistent, determined, placid, and security loving. And I would say every Taurus I know is just like that. Every Taurus I know is just like that. And Mm -hmm. I I gravitate towards male Tauruses for whatever reason. My son's a Taurus. My brother's a Taurus. Like, I just think that all there, like, it just, it's so true, patient, reliable. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. very true. Then we move into Gemini. Gemini is May 22nd to June 21st. Geminis are adaptable, versatile, communicative, witty, intellectual, eloquent, youthful, and lively. 
We move then into Cancer, which is June 20 to July 22nd. They are emotional, loving, intuitive, imaginative, shrewd, cautious, protective, and sympathetic. And then we move into Leo, which is July 23rd to August 21st. They're generous, warm-hearted, creative, enthusiastic, broad-minded, expansive, faithful, and loving, which is cool. That's my mom. Mm -hmm. And then we move into Virgo, August 22nd to September 23rd. They're modest, shy, meticulous, reliable, practical, diligent, intelligent, and analytical. Mm -hmm. We move into Libra. September 24th to October 23rd. Now notice, I'm only giving you the positive traits. There are also <laughs> all of the negative traits listed with them, but I'm yeah. not giving them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we move into Libra, September 24th to October 23rd. Diplomatic, romantic, charming, easygoing, sociable, idealistic, peaceful. We move into Scorpio, October 24th to November 22nd. Determined and forceful, emotional and intuitive, powerful and passionate, exciting and magnetic. Mm -hmm. We move into Sagittarius, which is November 23rd to December 22nd. Optimistic, freedom-loving, jovial, good-humored, honest, straightforward, intellectual, and philosophical. Mm -hmm. and then we move into the last is the Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And that is practical and prudent, ambitious and disciplined, patient and careful, humorous and reserved. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun because you can see these traits, but now you go look at my negative traits. <laughs> my negative traits are selfish, quick-tempered, impulsive, impatient, foolhardy, and a daredevil. Well, what are my negative ones? <laughs> Capricorn, right? Yep. We have pessimistic and fatalistic, miserly and grudging. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if those really are me. I think I've got more of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, so interestingly, this is a concept too that you need to also remember when it comes to your sun signs mm -hmm. is that you do also have moon sign traits. Mm -hmm. They're less upfront as your sun sign traits are. But so it would be interesting to figure out truly what your moon sign is because my moon sign is Virgo. And I do find that the negative, which is fussy, a worrier, overcritical, harsh, perfectionist, and conservative is definitely also some of my negative traits. Mm -hmm. So you do have to pay attention to that. Like, right, that you have to also understand that your moon sign definitely does influence you as well. But <laughs> I just think it's so fascinating. One other thing I wanted to mention about the signs is that if your birthday does kind of fall on that 20, 21, 22, where you're right on the cusp, you can exhibit both. It's a little bit like when your dosha is really close with Vata and Pitta that you can exhibit both. Right. Right. So just a valid point to bring up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think it's so much fun, though. Like, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. I love all this stuff. I think it's amazing. I can get so sucked into astrology. And what I play on mostly is the CoStar app you told me about. And it does give you a chart there, but I don't, I mean, it's not the same type chart you have. And I don't have a clue what any of it means. But it, it is, is It neat. is actually quite accurate. If I look mm -hmm. at that CoStar chart as compared to my actual printed chart, they're very similar. The lines cross the same. So mm -hmm. it is quite fascinating that it is 
quite, mm-hmm. quite close. Yeah, so if you our... were to get a printed version, you would see it the same way. You just mm-hmm. might be able to understand the symbols a little better. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners, what I'm talking about, you can go to your app store and it's just co dash. S-T-A-R. And it's a wonderful way to learn more about astrology. And Tanya turned me on to it. And it's got like a black black square with the moon on it when you go to look for the icon. But it's just fascinating. I have to be very careful because when I pull it up to look at my day, I can sometimes get sucked into a hole and go through pages and pages. And I'm like, no, I've got to it's get amazing really yeah. how much information is on mm-hmm. every given day. And you're like, yeah, man, I can only read the snippet sometimes yeah. because like you, you can definitely go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But I did also want to mention just a couple other things when it comes to like good sites and good places to read. Like I know I've mentioned the the Astro Twins before. They mm-hmm. do a great job. They have a Facebook page that you can always read, you know, what's happening in planetary alignment day to day. But they also put out a book each year that gives like the whole global forecast. And you can find yourself in there because it talks about like Aries right now should avoid this, that. Don't argue with people. It's going to fall apart on you, you know, and it gives really good like forecasting for the whole year. I do really love that. Well, and you know, I was just thinking, I know you told me about them and I did not put their little book in my Amazon cart. Yeah. So, I mean, I've missed the whole month of January. (laughs) Yeah, but like them on Facebook if you haven't already, because it's it's great feed too. Yeah. I love astrology and I could spend all kinds of time talking about it. I love it. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.